What's up, everyone? My name is Nick Clark, and I'm your host for today's episode of Play Hard and Love Big Radio. Play Hard and Love Big Radio is the official podcast of Spotted Dog Yoga and Sup Shop based out of Folsom, California, but available everywhere through our online platform. We have amazing classes, amazing programs, and above all, a phenomenal community of wonderful people that we would love for you to be a part of. Play Hard and Love Big Radio is all about bringing you our stories and our experiences in hopes that you get something from them, take that into your life, start living a purposeful life with the people that you love the most, oh, and the animals too. Play Hard and Love Big Radio is growing, and that's because you are sharing the show. Thanks so much for sharing the show. That's actually what this episode is about. It's about sharing the things that you love. If you don't share it, you lose it. What I have found in my life, and I'm finding more and more, is that when I learn something uh, that is making a difference for me in my life, it lives on through my sharing of it. It's obvious when I think about it, it's super obvious that that's the way that it works. You know, and um, if I just think about what I do activity-wise in my life, who I am in my life, how I am, how I act, all of those things were pieces of wisdom that were in some way, shape, or form shared with me from uh, my parents, from mentors, coaches, uh, friends, other people opened up my eyes to a lot of the ways in which I'm being and whatnot. And it's been phenomenal to see how those things have not only transferred into my life, but now that I have kids, how those things are transferring into my kids' life lives. And it really is true, though, that if you learn something in it, that something is making a difference for you, that it lives on through your sharing of it. There's a couple different aspects to this, I think. Uh, the first aspect I think of is the, the paying it forward, concept of paying it forward. I don't know if you remember the movie um, Kevin Spacey, who I'm not a huge fan of. He's kind of a creep, turns out. And uh, Helen Hunt are in this movie, though, that is great. It's called Paying It Forward, and there's this young man. He's a great actor. can't remember his name, but he basically comes up with this plan to share three random acts of kindness for three people. And then if he shares acts of kindness with three people without asking anything back other than just asking them to pay it forward, that ultimately it will develop into this network of people who are paying it forward, and making a difference for people just through acts of kindness. It's a cool movie. And the concept is, I mean, really, it's not just a concept. It is reality. I think you've had that experience probably before when somebody does something really nice for you. Like a simple act is more what I'm talking about here. A simple act. And that simple act that they did for you makes such a difference that you're more apt and inclined to pay attention to 
where you can do that for other people in your life. So I'm talking about things like holding the door for someone, saying hello, looking someone in the eye, asking how someone is doing, just saying it's good to see you, acknowledging someone for their hard work or acknowledging someone for showing up. Just little tiny things make the biggest difference. Sometimes, you know, you hear about people that buy, buy people's coffees in the drive through right? Or they, you know, people that carry groceries to other people's cars. Like those are kind of just like normal instances, things that you hear about. But it really, those little tiny instances are available and open to explore in your everyday activities in life. Th those little tiny things really make a huge difference. So I, my question for you and for me and for all of us is what if we really took that one step further, had the awareness of these little opportunities that we could pass kindness forward and actually like what would be possible if we actually took that on today it does today is an opportunity for you to take that on right now is an opportunity to take that on it doesn't have to be at the grocery store or in line at your favorite coffee shop um, but it can and should be with those people that are around you right with be present and with those people around you there's an opportunity for you to pass on goodness and observe how they start to do it as well. Now, with my five-year-old and my three-year-old, it may be like a short steps, long-term journey, right? It may, in some ways, it sometimes feels like a selfless job being the parent because I'm constantly, we're working on educating our kids to not do this or do do this or um, is that nice? Was that respectful? Was that kind? Really trying to teach them those things. And it doesn't necessarily get paid forward right away, but there are little moments and instances, certainly when I see that with our kids where they pay it forward. And it's when typically when they're out in the public or around other people, it's when I start to see how great my kids are because they are out of their comfort zone of being with us and they're with other people and they're remarkable in the way that they act and their the way that they are um their manners just come out in front of other people right so there's the opportunity for you just to bring it out with the people that you're with today your spouse even your pets being nice to your pets they'll be nice back to you mean to your pets they'll be mean back to you they maybe dig a hole underneath your fence Lion, if you haven't taken them out for a walk in a week <laughs> or whatever they do, you know. So there is that aspect of paying it forward that I think is like in little moments, it's really important and possible. And um, remember, it's the idea that when somebody does something kind for us, we pass that kindness on to someone else. And the hope is that the person that we help will then pay it forward. Although you can't just like count on that, you just trust and have faith that that. Uh, there's a chain reaction of kindness. And um, so there is that aspect of sharing that's like small moments every day. The other aspect of it is taking experiences that you've had or you know, big things that you've learned and sharing those things as, um, well, as a way of making a difference in someone else's life, but also really in a way of uh, connecting on a deeper level. 
I'll take just a few simple examples that have come up for me this morning. Um, there's three three main ones that I'll share. The first one is swimming. My grandmother Jane, she you know, passed away, I think, 12 or 13 years ago. She was phenomenal. I loved her. She's such a wonderful person. Every Friday, she would pick up my two cousins, J.R. and Jeffrey, at their school. Then she'd pick up my brother, Ed, and I. And she would take us swimming at the Days Inn in Durango, which is where I was born. And the Days Inn isn't even there anymore, but it was a pool that was attached to a hotel that was kind of like a swim club. And she did that every Friday. She took us swimming. And I remember she just like started with basic stuff. And then all of a sudden we were doing laps up and down the pool. I remember one day something she did made me mad or I probably made her mad. And then she um, laid the law down in some way, shape or form. But I was irritated, I remember. And I got in the pool and I just started swimming up and down and up and down and up and down. And I remember she told me, she said that was the best swimming that I've ever done. So I call that my angry swimming experience with Grandma Jane. Grandma Jane, uh, also another thing I remember from Grandma Jane is that she used to have one of those um, swim caps that had flowers on the top of it. So when she was swimming, you could see these bright colored flowers coming out of the water. (laughs) It was funny. It's funny to remember that. And also I remember the locker room experience with my cousins, you know, that was like a strength, kind of a strange experience being in a locker room with other people, but learning to be in a locker room experience is something that I got from that as well. And the final thing that I remember is that grandma Jane would always pick up a bag of big hunk candy bars from Woolworths. And she would show up when she picked us up to go swimming with this bag of big hunks and they would be rock hard from being inside the cold Woolworths. And so she would put them on top of the dashboard. And while we were swimming, they would soften like yummy taffy. And when, um, that's what it, it is, right? Yummy taffy nugget, nougat, nougat with peanuts. I think still love them to this day, but I'm worried my teeth will fall out. Anyway, she would, after we were done swimming, if we had behaved ourselves, she would always hook us up with a big hunk, and we'd eat that as she took us um, back to our our houses. So that was pretty cool. And the reason I bring that up is that this winter, uh, we signed up for a gym here in, in Idaho, in Eagle, Idaho, where we live. And there's a really great swim pool swim pool yeah i guess that's what you do in pools (laughs) but i decided hey let's i'm gonna get the kids in there a couple times a week and teach them to swim it's one of the safest things that i could teach them best things i could teach them wanting to be around lakes and waterways and camping and whatnot and so i just started taking them in there twice a week i mean grandma jane did it for me i knew i could do it for them i didn't need necessarily to have swim lessons I just needed to be patient and get them repetitions in the pool. And ultimately, I knew that they would start swimming. And so here we are in the end of April, and we've been going twice a week since October. And Owen is diving to the bottom of the pool. He's swimming all over the place. Sawyer is now 
just started with kicking and moving his arms to where his head is lifted without me holding him, and he loves it. Sometimes he puts his hand out and holds on to me just for safety, you know, keeps him safe feeling. But the boys are starting to swim. I think that there's a part of me that may have been more reluctant to do that if I had not been taught to swim by my grandmother. Maybe just in general in life, I realized like I can do anything that I really put my mind to. But because my grandma was like that and she taught me how to swim, and it's been incredible and incredibly valuable to share that experience with my boys. And um, so I, I'm always looking for areas in which I can share what it is that I love because I know that when you share what it is that you love, you not only do you live on, but what you love and what you've learned lives on. And I always remember my grandmother and have this really special connection with her. And my boys, who never even knew her, have this really special connection with her because, in an essence, she's been the reason why I've taught them to swim. So it's pretty cool like that. The second um, thing that I've just been thinking about is our yoga studio. You know, our yoga studio and any... Anyone that owns a yoga studio knows that it's a, or any fitness studio, knows that it's a constant job of rebuilding because people come, people go, you know, people get really, really into it and then their love for it sometimes will die off. And then there's people that come and they stay and they stay consistent and they see the value in it and they create a balance with it in their life and those, you know, people help move the ball forward and continue to share yoga um, in a way that impacts people's lives, you know? And I know that every single person that we've reached through teaching yoga in the last 13, 14 years has gotten value out of it. And the reason that we started, first of all, the reason that I started teaching is because I could see that people were having shifts in their life. And that empowered me to continue to do it because it really made me feel good to see other people's lives shifting in positive ways and to know that they were doing that for themselves. You know, like um, there's a difference between taking credit for someone's transformation and stepping back and giving somebody credit for creating a transformation for themselves. That's where I've developed it in the last, you know, decade is as a person is that I know that through this practice of yoga, just by giving people tools that they have the ability to empower and to develop themselves. And that's why we're so dedicated to sharing it it's because it's made a huge difference in our own individual lives, but also it's made a huge difference in our relationship and the way that we work with kids, our kids and the way that we get involved in community and all the different things like that. And I just think like, oh, well, there would be this huge group of people that had never been introduced to these tools if we hadn't have stuck our neck out there and shared something that someone shared with us at some point that made a huge difference for us. There would just be a huge lack of people that didn't have the opportunity or the skill set to do this. And, you know, like in the, um, the world right now, there's a lot of mental health issues. And I don't think that it's because there's something wrong with people, because there's not. Inherently, we are all the same. 
We all have different experiences. Some of us have more traumatic experience experiences early on. Some of us have more traumatic experiences later on. Some of us have traumatic experiences all the time. Some of us don't have traumatic experiences all the time, but the normal everyday grind of life gets to us, right? Like everybody is in this together and everyone has a uh, unique perspective from their experiences. So there's nothing wrong with people and I don't want to ever blame people for the decisions that they make because I feel like the decisions that they make, I don't feel like I know the decisions that they make have a lot to do with where they came from, what they've learned, what their experiences have been. And uh, their reaction to those experiences or lack of reaction to those experiences, because what I believe is that people just don't have the tools. People don't have the tools. I wish that there was some way for me to like Superman shoot these tools out into the universe in a high speed way so that people could get a hold of them and start using them more often. And that's really why I do what I do and why Katie does what we do is not to be able to open, keep our doors open. You know, we do, we, our hope is that we keep our doors open at our studio and can afford to do that so that we're a place for refuge for people to put these tools into action. But that's, you know, not why the main reason we do what we do. The main reason that we do what we do is because we feel like we are making a difference and can make a difference. And the more people that we impact through this, the hope is that the more people will pay it forward, you know, and, um, that that's, I think takes some education in some ways too, for people to understand that if they get their hands on these tools, meditation, yoga, uh, the self-inquiry, that it, if they hold it onto it for themselves, then they lose it. You lose the value and the possibility of it if you just hold on to it for yourself. It, yoga is not a, a practice or the, you know what we teach is not a practice of holding it on for yourself um, without sharing it. When you share it, it keeps it alive. And I, over the years that we've done, own the studio and taught and whatnot, the people who have stuck around, the people who have stayed with the practice, the people who have decided to teach and continue to teach, those are the people that share it. Those are the people that you see telling their friends about it, introducing it to kids in schools, bringing it into their work working with people, um, veterans, working with people with disabilities, uh, bringing mindfulness, more of a mindful approach into their household, you know, sharing it with people. Those are the ones that have stuck around the longest because if you don't share it, you lose it. You lose the deeper understanding of what it's like to begin, begin again. It can become mundane and you forget that the things that you create, you're creating it as mundane. That's what you forget. You create that as mundane. It's not mundane. When you bring somebody new into anything that you've done for a long period of time, you start to see the power of beginning again. You start to see and experience through other people's eyes what it is that you saw when you first started. Sharing something that you love, sharing something that's worked for you, and sharing something that can make an impact in the world is the way that you keep it alive. That's how I stay motivated and excited about what it is that I'm doing, is that I continue to share it. And <laughs> in the place where I'm at, it's uh, 
you know, sometimes it can be challenging for people to understand that that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. That's why I invite someone to do the Awaken Yoga training program and share that program with people. It's not to sell them on a program so that we can have, to, so that we can make grip loads of money. That's not the idea. The idea and my purpose behind it is to share it with them in hopes that they get these tools into their lives and then they they share it, that they're empowered to become leaders and that they empower other people to become leaders and then it makes a bigger difference in the world, right? And so I feel like everyone and whatever it is you're passionate about, wherever you are in your life, if you just had that perspective of the importance of sharing, look where you can share. Look where you can share something that you love that makes a difference for you. Look where you can share something that can make a difference in the world that's something bigger than you and start living in a place from like what's bigger, you know, from a place of making a difference in the world through your experience. Another part about sharing what you love that is incredibly valuable and that I feel like is keeps me moving the ball forward in a sense is create it creates a joy of connection. Really, we all have things we're passionate about. It could be a hobby, it could be a favorite book, a movie, a type of music. Right, that speaks to your soul. Right, those things really bring us joy and fulfillment, and um, they're an important part of who we are. So, if you, I don't know if you've ever considered that, but if you consider sharing with other people what it is that you love, it's a really powerful way to connect with people and build relationships. When you share something that you love with someone else, you're opening a part of yourself up. You're sharing a part of yourself where you know we start to show people what makes us happy, what brings us joy, what we care about. And um, sometimes they'll respond positively and sometimes they won't, you know, but when they do respond positively to it, it creates a bond between ourselves, each other, you know, like it creates a friendship maybe that needed rekindling or maybe there wasn't a friendship there before. Um, but, you know, also it really can help us find just like, it's just really helping us find common ground. Maybe you discover that you both love the same band or you enjoy a similar kind of an art. Right? Then when you share this interest, it can be a foundation for a deeper, stronger connection with anyone. Right. But you know, even if they don't, like I said, sometimes they may not like what you like, and that's okay too, because even if the other person doesn't share your passion, Right. Sharing what you love can really be a positive experience because it can spark interesting conversations and help you learn more about each other in any way, shape, or form. So I feel like sharing has to be something that you're not afraid of doing. And you share it with love with others and without a an expectation of a certain response. And know that if you're having a good if they have a good response with it, then that's one way to connect. And if they don't, then that's another way to connect. And you have to be willing to share without an expectation of whether other people think about it. And then that's when you'll reap the benefits of connecting with other people. The third thing I was going to share about is skiing, but I've kind of gone long-winded on this. And for those of you that don't like listening to 30-minute podcasts, I'm sorry. But I will say the third thing is skiing. My dad and mom, when I was younger, they used to wake my brother and I up, take a ski in every Saturday. and. Before that, when they were kids, my grandmother 
um, grandmothers and grandfathers both took my parents skiing like and went through all the little hardships of getting the kids up to the little mountain that they had and doing all the things uh, consistently so that they could learn to ski. And ultimately now what's happened is that I've started to take my son Owen skiing. And you know this year, well, last year we went five times. This year we went seven times together. And I've gotten to this place where it's pretty incredible. Like I would rather take him skiing than me just go by myself. It is super nice to go by myself every now and then and get some pow in my face. Super nice. But when given the opportunity to go by myself or with Owen, quite often I just take the chance to go with Owen because it's so amazing to see him light up. And I always tell him about how my dad and mom took me skiing when I was younger and how their parents took him skiing. And so just like my swimming experience, it's, he has this deeper connection, not only to me and to the sport of skiing, but also to his grandparents who, um, you know, are, most of them aren't here anymore. And, uh, to, and I'm sorry, his grandparents are here, but his great grandparents as well. So he's connected to a generation that's really neat. There's just like a deeper connection in family in that way, shape or form. And yesterday we went skiing for the seventh time bogus basin was awesome. And he went up there. We went up there with his cousins, Katie's side of the family, three kids and him. So there was four kids and me, five kids and their dad, Kyle, six kids. So six big kids went skiing <laughs> and it was awesome just as a way to connect. So proofs in the pudding, there's something out there that you love that's made a difference for you in your life. And you think can make a difference for the world is put your attention on sharing that. Um, because those things that you share will make a bigger impact, bigger than you could probably ever see or ever need to see. And just trust and have faith that those things will make a difference for those people in their lives uh, in one way, shape, or form. I will. I got to tell you this one too, because it's important. When I work with kids in schools, I would have auditoriums full of school kids, and the you know, there maybe be a hundred to 150 kids in front of me in a class. And I knew that it would be virtually impossible to get them all to listen to me. At times I was able to get them all to listen to me here and there. But what I did know is that even if they weren't looking at me or paying attention or they were like chatting with their friends for the whole entire hour, I knew that there was at some point that they were going to hear something that I said that could make an impact. Sometime at some point, if you don't feel like people are listening to you, people are, people are listening to you. At some point, at some time, something you say will make an impact. It could be as simple as just taking a breath when things get challenging or removing yourself from a challenging situation. Like with those kids, I just know. And there's this one kid I remember when I was working at Mills Middle School down in Rancho Cordova. He wasn't paying attention the whole entire time. He had his little group of friends. It's kind of a rough looking group. Seemed to me like he was just trying to fit in because his the his other buddies were kind of like really, really ignoring and resisting me. But he would peek over at me every now and then when I was talking and whatnot. And at the end, the gym cleared out. He kind of let his friends clear out, yada, yada. And he came up to me and he said, you know what? I like what you said about breathing and yoga. I'm interested in learning more. Where can I come do some yoga? You know, and he would have been the, you know, if you didn't, if I didn't have that awareness and intention around sharing and understanding how every little thing you say makes a difference. I believe that I maybe would not have connected to him in this way. 
because I know he uh, heard something. And he, afterwards, there was proof in the pudding, right? He heard something. And so even if he didn't use the free yoga class at Spotted Dog Yoga, there's a chance at some point things went crazy in his life because they will. We just have to prepare ourselves the best we can that he would have those tools to walk through it, to step through it. And I know that those would be available for him. My hope is that there's less mental illness in the world. And my hope is that it's done through uh, an aw heightened awareness of the tools of yoga, meditation, and self-discovery. If you know anybody that's out there that could use a crash course in this, that could really benefit from learning about these practices, and you've had that experience before in your life, and you're willing and ready to light that up in yourself again, a great program to recommend to people is the Awakened Yoga Training at Spotted Dog Yoga. We have one that starts in July the 13th in 2023. Um, and we've got great people already signing up for it. It's exciting. And so, yeah, share that. I'll put a link in the description. And everyone, thank you again for sharing and listening to Play Hard and Love Big Radio. My name is Nick. SpottedDogYoga.com is the place to go to check out about Awaken and all our other amazing classes online and in person. I look forward to seeing you soon and hearing about how it is that you're sharing things in life that are making a difference for people and in the world. Have a great rest of your day. Namaste.